Guy who uh, spends a lot of time on Twitter, uh, Pete Callender. Good morning, sir. <laughs> well, you make it sound like I've got nothing better to do except spend my time on Twitter. Although I don't, well, but that's the way it interesting. sounds. <laughs> it is interesting uh, uh, right now. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll, get, we'll get into the Cunningham stuff. You were telling me something just off the air, because I actually have a story from Asheville I want to ask you about, but Uh-oh. I want to hear this. Because uh, this, anyone who's been in downtown Asheville, has seen this monument. Yeah. And this is a, a sticking point here. This is the Vance Monument in Asheville, this uh, obelisk thing that sits right in the middle of the street there. Um, right. What's going on? So it looks like uh, the Washington Monument, but it's probably, I don't know, 40, 50 feet tall. It's got four sides. It's just a stone pillar. And it's named for Zebulon Vance, the former governor of North Carolina during the Civil War, uh, also racist. And so during all the protests, there have been demands to tear it down. So they've been deciding what to do with it. They put up uh, scaffolding around it and they put a big shroud over it. And then the wind blew the shroud away. And so now it's back, you know, in full view. And so everybody's mad about it. Yeah. So people are very mad about it. Um, And so they've got a blue ribbon commission assembled. But of course, they're going to figure out what to do with the monument. And one of the proposals that was unveiled the other day is they uh, they want to paint it. So there, and there's four sides. And so each side will have a color. And so the east side is going to be yellow, representing Latinos and Asians. The south side will be red, representing the Cherokee. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh. The west side will be black, and the north side will be white. I'm not okay. Yeah, so this is the monument to a racist that we need to tear down because he was a racist, and we shouldn't be celebrating that. And so instead, we're going to paint it four different colors: yellow, red, black, and white. Which to me, kind of racisty. I'm not sure. I'm no, not sure. I kind of, I kind of agree with you on that. It's just because I was. It, 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 the, here's how I knew when after the first thing you said red, and I was immediately able to predict <laughs> whose side of the monument that is. Yeah, it's. Uh... This is what the Blue Ribbon Commission. This is the problem. You get these nitwits <laughs> together. So here in 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 Raleigh, they acquired the Dorothea Dix property. Yeah. I, okay, so it. it I don't. I don't know how up on that you were, and so as they're now, they then put together this this group. They bring in. By the way, it, it's right adjacent to Pullen Park, so we refer to it as the Pullen Dix Park Complex because oh they're goodness. going. They want to create a land bridge. Hey, that's the family names. I didn't make it up. I hear what are you, you going to do? Call it. You're not going to call it DP Park. You got to keep the names. So they put a commission together, and it was hilarious they had a public input session they're wanting to build the like the world's largest tree house with a zip line down into the city of raleigh proper because it's up on a hill what so oh yeah we 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 had so much fun one day on the show just reading the suggestions of what people wanted (laughs) over there and it was it was all fantastical like through the looking glass stuff yeah. And right now there's got a bunch of sunflowers over there. But. It's where we are in society that people think their opinions matter just because they have an opinion. It's like it's like if you ever you want to you know talk about like watching paint dry but the public comments for like a certificate of need hearing for a hospital facility or something and people yeah. show up there with absolutely no expertise in medicine or you know market analytics or anything and they just say 
stuff like, I don't think we need this kind of a medical facility here. I mean, we really have enough colonoscopy services in the area. Do we really need another? And they get up, like, people feel confident to go and express this opinion at these hearings. It's truly amazing. Uh, tell me about this. I was reading an article that at some of your drop-off sites for absentee ballots, uh, some of the moon bats have set up. And it sounded very Black Panthery to me. What, <laughs> well, what's what's going on with that? Well, the problem, I mean, there's, Asheville is almost like, it was it like 90 something percent white. So I'm not sure. This has always been the challenge for the progressives in Asheville is that there, there just isn't a large enough minority population. So there's a lot of, you know, sort of white man burden uh, vibe going on with a lot of the, the, the leftist protesters and such and the social justice warriors. It's it's one of the, the real lasting shames is that they don't have a lot of minority population that they can save here. Um, and so I, I, I'm not sure, like the, the, the whole ballot thing with the state board of elections um, sitting on these cured ballots as well, and they say, oh, we'll have plenty of time. Don't worry about all the changes that we're implementing and all the different court cases. I just I was talking to Dr. Chris Cooper from Western Carolina yesterday about all this stuff and he's it's it really it really does undermine confidence when you don't have a clear path forward while we're voting. We're already underway. What I, I don't understand why why there's this need to change the rules while people are still voting. I uh, know and I was what I was asking about is uh this story this is from the Citizen Times. Asheville protesters arrive in vehicles to intimidate Buncombe voters at election sites. Yeah. Well, they were, this was right across the street from the Planned Parenthood uh, clinic. And there are always oh, protesters good. out in front of the Planned Parenthood clinic. And from sure. what I understand, they may have just like kind of crossed the street and used the, the bullhorn to yell at people uh, across the street. Oh, I, good. I don't think, so I'm not sure these were actually leftists that were out there intimidating people, but they got some license plate numbers. I'm like, my suspicion is that it's actually the, the anti-abortion folks that uh, just oh, crossed really? the street. Well, they do not make that clear in this story. No, all. they, they did not. So, but okay. again, that's well, just speculation on my part. I don't know it to be the case, but when you're right across the street from the Planned Parenthood and then you got people with the bullhorns and stuff and they just kind of walk yeah. right across the street, it kind of seems to me like one and one is two. Well, I'm on team. Don't scream at people's face in their face with a bullhorn me when too. they're trying to vote. Me that's, too. But that's just me. So just in general um, too, just it's really in general, I'm against the screaming in people's faces with bullhorns. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it, uh, it it can be amusing if you're watching it as a video online. Um, so have you heard about some of the Senate race stuff? Or has the news made it out to the mountains yet? Why, what's the, going on? Uh, Senate race? Yeah, this, you mean uh, the barbecue grill? The barbecue no. photo op? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap with that, huh? Yeah. How far we've come. What was it? Last week, right? Last week we were talking about yes. the barbecue grill. And then okay. what a difference a week makes. Um, so actually, and I uh, spoke uh, the other day with the uh, reporter, actually, who who broke the story with the sexting text messages and all of that stuff. And like we knew it, it was right out of the gate. Like this is not just text messages. There were references in some of those messages that are obviously connected to physical activity. And so now the question is, like, what does Cunningham do? Does he emerge you know aside from the starbucks run and get you know uh, uh blindsided by michael highland over there at cbs 17 what a lucky catch that was dude. do you think that was in, lucky yeah do you think it was lucky? That, that that highland was over in cameron village yeah do you think that do you, so 
I don't believe in coincidence like that. I think either they were tailing him or that was arranged. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that I know for sure. Oh, well, you know what? Maybe, may but it's also extremely, extremely busy. And mm-hmm. logically, based on where uh, CBS 17 is, it's not that far from the studio. Mm-hmm. But there so. with his photog? With well, this, you know, you maybe you stop in to get something on your way to whatever possible. you were assigned to do. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not going to question the motives. Fact no, no, no. Talk to him. The I'm not questioning. Of course, being is that in the video, um, they're literally emptying a dumpster behind him. Right. <laughs> Look, this, is, uh, this campaign is not about my personal life, and I appreciate your question. I don't want to say that's bad optics. But right? No, that's I th- optics, man. I had I had somebody tell me they thought that uh, actually the sound was uh, the BS alarm going off. That that's what that sound was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, just terrible um, optics. And I don't know. You can't you can't run around and say that the campaign is not about my personal life. You don't get to make that argument now after you've been running ads for a year that were just basically, you know, I'm in the windowless basement and vote for me because I have honor and integrity and I'm a veteran. Like you can't, you can't now say that's the case. And like the other day where he's uh, with the league of conservation voters and he's like, Oh, well, Tom Tillis is turning this, trying to make this into an issue. You know, it, it yeah. reminded me of the scene from Forrest Gump. You know, it's just, it, it's just this war and that lion son of a gun Johnson, like dude, you know, Tillis did not, have an affair with somebody in your house for a week. That was not Tom Tillis that did that. That was you. Well, it, did you see? And then, of course, they grabbed the. I don't. By the way, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this. Me and Tom Tillis don't like each other. Really? So, you get along yeah. with everybody, though. I thought. Right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but I, I still. Yesterday, I had to sit here and address the same garbage Tom Tillis divorce decree. Yeah. It's so it's so bad that RAL's reporters going that's just standard language for Tennessee at the time. Right. And yet that immediately ends up on, you know, a thousand oddly uh odd Twitter accounts that I've never seen before, right? Commenting on North Carolina politics. Mhm. That's the uh and that have a lot of followers that may or may not just be a consultant firm all of their accounts. Yeah. But it gets spread everywhere. Yeah, that's American Bridge. Um, and that's, yeah. I mean, and, and this is how bad they are that I had to defend Travis Fain from WRAL on Twitter. Like, that's, and I, you know, to, like, that's what makes me angry that I had to defend <laughs> <laughs> because he did the, res- he did the research. He checked it out. And like you yeah. said, it's just boilerplate language they put on everything and, uh, on all of these divorces, virtually all of them at the time. And they're trying to push the story. And look, here's the, here's the tell, right? That there is, that there isn't a story there is that Travis Fain, uh, looked into it, WRAL. He did look into it years ago. But here's the real tell is that American Bridge can't even confirm anything, right? If there was something there, you're telling me they wouldn't have figured it out by now? They arrived at the same dead-end conclusion that Fane did, yet they're demanding that he go and, and, and do a story on it. It's just oppo research. It's just a smear job to try and you know deflect attention away from the uh, the sinking USS Cunningham. Well, but but let's also let's be abundantly clear. And I I happen to now possess a more thorough knowledge of uh, the evolution of the Cunningham information that I I'm not going to get into on the air. Mm-hmm. But that's there. There's a political process, and I w- there's a political process to how the information's being meted out. Sure. So you know this is this is what politics has become, and for that reason, 
Uh, all of it bothers me, but it won't stop us from making Jody jokes uh, because I find those funny. <laughs> well, he went from he went from silent cow to kissing cow to cheating cow, and now I guess Jody. Um, and well, here's we wanted the him to go up to Liberty University, so we call him <laughs> Cabana Cow. Oh my but, goodness! Well, yeah. so the so here's the thing. He's being people are saying that he needs to go out and do a press conference, right? He needs to just, you know, I think Brad Crone, the Democratic strategist guy, was like, you know, everybody needs to uh, hear all of this from him and he needs to just do like an hour long news conference. But here's the problem he doesn't know everything that he needs to apologize for yet. Exactly. So why would you go out and say this stuff now when right now all we know is. You know, sex messages and then the affair at the house. That's it. We have Uh, this rumor of this other, right, the nude photos, which are apparently in people have possession of them. But then there is also this other woman uh, that was referenced in a Facebook post. So what else is there out there and what all does he actually have to apologize for? Because you don't want to have happen is go out there, do a news conference, say, I'm sorry for this one affair. This is it. I swear. And then boom, 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 more accusations follow. No, and it's 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 the trap that uh, John Edwards fell into. Exactly. Right. And, you know, the, the rabbit, the rabbit in the hat turned out to be a baby. So, <laughs> I mean, it was you're not coming back from that. And, yeah. But also, if you're a Tillis supporter or if you're Tom Tillis's kid, you can't overplay your hand on this because then it turns into Trump and it turns into Kavanaugh mm-hmm. and, and how you had this. We went from, well, this woman says this happened at a party and she's credible. She'll testify to two women later coming in and talking about how he was running rape conga lines. Right. And 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 it, it, once you once you launch it into the stratosphere of, of, of absurdity then uh, you're killing your your initial point there. No, I think you're right. Um, And I think Tillis is, I think he's walking that line just by saying like, you know, he just needs to address this and he can't run a campaign based on honor and integrity and then pretend that, you know, this, uh, that the personal uh, issues don't matter because they do. And here's the other thing also is you have people that uh, when we, when we were all going out to vote in 2016, uh, you know, Trump's bad behavior was baked into the cake. Everybody knew that about Donald Trump. People didn't know this about Cal Cunningham. And I find it kind of ironic that now you've got a lot of uh, Democratic voters who are saying, you know what, we don't care. Flipping the Senate is more important. And it's kind of like, yeah, well, that's what Trump supporters said about getting the White House. And Trump, and Trump wasn't making a morality play. Mm-mm. I remember thinking, so your accusation is that he hooked up with a porn star and then the playmate of the year. Right. I don't, you know, if he's not making a morality play, then people are going to be willing to look past that stuff. So, um, uh, well, the, the, we'll talk about it. And obviously you'll be talking about it on, on your show and people can get a hold of that where? At iHeartRadio.com and any podcasting platform or the PeteCallanderShow.com and uh, as well on Twitter, as uh, Casey said, I spend a lot of time there. So if you are looking Callender for me, with a K. <laughs> that's right, with a K, that's so. where I am. Because I thought somebody's like somebody sent me an email and they thought your name was Calendar and they couldn't find you and I had to direct them. So it's I'm my start cross with the K. It's the cross okay. I bear. Well, yeah. Hey, you do your thing, man. <laughs> All right, Pete. I appreciate it. We'll talk next week. Have a great weekend, Casey. Thanks.